The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is June 10th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, Leading off with the coronavirus rant, racism and police brutality. Um, At the time of this recording, 2 million cases confirmed. 113,000 deaths. 533,000 recovered. Um, No new symptoms to report. Um, They were saying that... um, The uh, let's see here. They were saying it was very rare that asymptomatic. Well, let me make sure I'm got this right. Asymptomatic people were driving the spread of the coronavirus. That's what they're saying. Um. And also I seen on the news that they were saying it's very rare to spread the virus and not have symptoms. So that's kind of that's like a conflicting statement, but that was coming from the world, the World Health Organization. Um, You know. My thing is this. If it was truly a deadly disease, would the president expose himself? Would the people around the president let him expose himself the way that he does? I mean, that's that's all I need to see right there, because, you know, when the president is like giving a speech and somebody yells gun, the Secret Service dives all over the president. So. I don't think they're going to let him be around a whole bunch of people that has this respiratory flu like disease. But I'm just a guy um, (laughs) with an opinion. That's all. That's all I am. I'm not by any means up on, you know, what's actually truthfully going on on this planet so i wish i was but i'm not um no new symptoms thank goodness um i'm trying to see if there's any other information here cnn more than half of states may be undercounting coronavirus cases by not by not following cdc guidelines um new corona Virus cases accelerating in more than a dozen U.S. states. 
Um, I mean, we already knew that when the when they decided to open the country back up. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it for the coronavirus. Nothing new to report here. Um, I think this the coronavirus is pretty much taking a backseat to the uh, protests that are going on in this country. So we'll just segue to the racism leg of this uh, three-headed uh, segment. Um, you know, racism in this country, man, has always been prevalent. Um, you had Attorney General Barr doing his interview whatever day it was and he was saying that he doesn't believe that the police department is uh controlled by racism um i mean you just i don't know what to say to that <clears throat> i'm gonna I'm say this in the city that i'm from which is quote unquote a big city in this country. Um, most of my interactions with the police have been good. Okay, I, I will be. I will go on record as saying that most of my interactions with the um, police department have been good. There's been a couple that have been not good. I've been beaten up a couple of times by the police where i'm from and it's not because of anything i said or did i just got yanked out the car and and cops started punching on me that i mean that happened um but i would say over 85 percent of the interaction with the police has been good now the city where i'm from isn't as big as they think it is it's not new york city or los angeles or uh, Atlanta Miami um, But you know just being honest about it So But just the fact that I got beat up Those couple of times that I got beat up Was too many I, You know I feel like this And I think I said this on yesterday's episode You do You do what you have to do To get the man in handcuffs all right, except, I mean, if he doesn't have a deadly weapon, then you don't pull a deadly weapon. That's it. Tase him, get him to the ground, cuff him, and then, you know what I'm saying? As long as he's not kicking you or headbutting you or trying to continue his assault or starting to assault, then you have to stop. I mean, you've seen so many times on TV where a guy leads police on a high-speed chase and they jump out the car and just dive on him. Like, it's just... I, and this thing about removing the police, that's just a stupid idea. I just think you need more checks and balances. You need body cams that cannot be turned off or um, 
you 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 have a a, a central location that controls whether a camera goes off or not and you know of course when a cop has to go to the restroom okay you turn it off but that to me that's the only time that the camera should be off during their 12 hour shift is when they go to the restroom that's it everything else should be recorded everything and of course you're gonna get some stuff that you don't want to hear but they're human you that's what you got to remember about police officers they're human but um and i've kind of combined the racism and police brutality thing but um you know racism i mean we black people have been brainwashed since we've gotten to this country 400 years ago you know, we've been brainwashed that white people invented everything and black people are just, you know, nothing. And that's facts. I mean, go get you an old social studies book. I mean, you have to do research to find out that, you know, a black man invented the traffic light. You know? Or peanut butter or whatever. Um, or the cell phone. And, um, you know, we just got to, you know, we just have to really, this country really needs to take a look at itself. This country was stolen from the Native Americans and it was built on the black on the backs of black people all influenced by white people and the white people today are not responsible for that but they have benefited from that and if you can't accept that and say my ancestors screwed your ancestors over it should be fixed so every in every aspect of life we can be on the same playing field then there's really nothing to talk about because my belief is this black people are more than football players we're more than basketball players we're more than entertainers okay we've contributed more to the world than that and that just seems like for every the majority of kids in this country that's their that's their way out music sports entertainment no we're more than that we can be more than that um you know the police brutality thing racism it's been here since we got here in 1619 and it's not going nowhere you, you can't change something that's been going on for 400 years overnight unless the opposing um, race or whatever you want to call it accepts what has happened. And the, I, will, I will go out on a limb and say that the majority of the white people in this country do not accept that fact. <laughs> 
they they look at somebody like Barack Obama. Oh, a black man was president. Anything is possible. Okay. Oh, well, according to that theory, when a black man became president, all racism should have stopped. All oppression should have stopped. Black people shouldn't be getting, you know, knees put on their neck, literally, over a, a, a quote-unquote fake $20 bill. So, that's that's it for this segment, man, because I'm, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> So let's move on to some other stuff. Uh, my favorite NFL team is the San Francisco 49ers. Let's take a look at what has been going on with them guy, those guys. Um, they signed Trent Williams, uh, left tackle from the Washington Redskins. Um, I don't know if he's an upgrade over uh, Staley, the uh, retired. Um, left tackle um, we'll see um, you know hopefully I don't think we're going to get back to the Super Bowl I just think that um, I like the young receiver that they added in the draft from Arizona State um, you got a young receiving core now uh, I think you're going to have to pay uh, the tight end I don't think, you know, you just got to give him what he wants. Um, Richard Sherman, to me, is a liability. He can't play man-to-man coverage. Um, You know, obviously losing DeForest Buckner. Um, You traded him to the Colts for a draft pick, but obviously losing him, to me, was... Um, you know, a big hit. You decided to keep Eric Armstead, so we'll see. Then you drafted another kid from uh, South Carolina. We'll see how he pans out. Um, I see here that they're talking about who's going to be the other corner opposite uh, Richard Sherman, uh, Emmanuel Mosley, or Akello Witherspoon. Um, doesn't really matter to me. You know, I don't, I don't think Richard Sherman should be out there because Sammy Watkins just made him look crazy. He he can't play man-to-man coverage. Cover three and cover four, okay. Even cover two. But man coverage, no. No. So, uh, looking at the um, looking at the draft picks, uh, let's see. No, they don't have it. Brandon Ayuk from Arizona State. I thought we had drafted a guy from South Carolina. Hold up. Okay, yeah, Javon Kinlaw from, uh, we had two first rounders. We drafted Kinlaw from South Carolina, Ayuk from 
Arizona State. I'm probably not saying his name right. Um, a tight end from Georgia, offensive tackle from West Virginia, and another receiver from Tennessee. So we only had five picks. So um I think we're going to be good. I don't think we're going to be as good as last year. Um we have to get back to the reason why we lost the Super Bowl is because we didn't run the football like we should have. And you know, you're not going to sneak up on anybody this year. So We'll see what happens. My prediction, 9 and 7, 10 and 6. All right, so let me know what you think about that segment. Uh, getting to the Florida State stuff, ranking the safeties. Um, I think Travis J is going to play a little bit of safety. I think he's the most athletic DB we got. Um, Nazar Dean, Lars Woodby. Fagan, uh, let's see, just waiting on the information to come up here, Nazardine, Lars Woodby, It seems like Carlos Becker has been there for like ever, dude. <laughs> He's been there for like 20 years. Uh, Brownlee might see some time at safety. Um, uh, Akeem Dent played some at safety. Let's see. Still looking, still looking DBs, DBs, still looking, still looking. Um, yeah, so let me check something else before I move on to something else to the next segment. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, let's see, DB, DB. Isaiah Bolden's not playing safety. You got this is an old roster. This is this isn't even an updated roster, but those are the names that. And I forget the kid's name from uh the transfer in. Let's see if I can find his name.
Trey McKitty. He's gone. Miko Dotson. Cameron House. No, that's not him. Um, Jerry and Jones from Mississippi State to Florida State. So I figure he's going to factor in a little bit too. So we'll see what happens with the safety thing. Um, next segment, who will be the transfer that makes an immediate impact? It's got to be Miko Jones, man. He, he led the nation in interceptions, 5'11", 195, um, very athletic. Um, he's played a lot of football. So, you know, I just think he comes in and he's, he's going to tear it up, man. That's just my feeling. Um... There's no way that you lead the nation in interceptions and you transfer to Florida State and you think that he's going to ride the bench. No, he's going to play. So, uh, you know, depending on the pass rush, and the pass rush should be pretty good based on the talent that they have acquired. The talent, the pass rush should be pretty good. Um... So, I, I'm a, I'm predicting that he's going to have a good year. And he might be a dark horse for the Jim Thorpe Award. So, let me know what you think about that segment. Last segment for this episode, did Norvell, did the Norvell lie hurt this team? Yeah. Without a doubt. You know, everybody's going to pretend like, okay, some you made a mistake. We're going to learn from it. We're going to move on from it. But. You know, definitely it hurt this team. The majority of this team is black. So when you lie about an issue, um, that, um, that when you lie about an issue like this that is consuming the world right now, you know, you know, it's definitely going to hurt the team. So, you know, I don't know what else to say, man. He's got a lot of, Norvell's got a lot of work to do. I just don't think your message is going to resonate as much now because of the lie you told. You know, and the black coaches on this staff probably going to take offense to that too. But... You know, I, I don't know how you handle. I don't even know how you enter the building the same way you did before. After you told a lie about this. An issue like this, it just to me, it just shows that white people in this country just don't take it seriously. Like you, you didn't think enough of it just to tell the truth. You had to make up something. I, I don't even know why he made it up. He just figured well, nobody's going to say nothing. Nobody cares about it. These guys just want to play football. That was probably his thinking. But um, I hope. I, I'm not pulling against Norvell. I hope that he can overcome 
this nonsense as far as the lie that he told and uh, you know get this team and this program back to where everybody wants it um, I'm definitely hoping for that so um, let me know what you think about this episode it's available on YouTube it's available on all podcast platforms thank you for listening be safe be kind be courteous um, do your research on flu and respiratory viruses and as always go nose.